Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harich here with your daily VRE Investing Podcast. we tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we'll tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRE Investing Systems, our guide. And uh, if you're joining us here, you know we've been uh, bullish at 10 out of 12 VRA Investing System screens have been positive slash bullish for uh, since last May, unchanged there. So 10 out of 12 screens bullish. That means when you get pullbacks, you've got to kind of ignore the fear and just buy. And that's what we saw today. You know, we've had <clears throat> Tyler talked about this yesterday about our wall of worry. And every great bull market needs a wall of worry. It needs fear because when everything is smooth sailing, that's when the public thinks, okay, it's safe to jump back in. That's the worst time to get in because that's when the real sell- selling pressure starts. It's a, it's, a, it's a game of being the contrarian, and the best contrarians, just they win. So we need fear. We need a lot of it built up, and we've had some fear coming into the market now. We've got the coronavirus. We've got an overbought market at uh, pretty historic levels. We'll talk about that more in just a moment. And uh, we've got some reasons for people to be fearful again. This coronavirus, we've got the impeachment, overbought markets. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down for you in specifics in just a second. Let's first tell you what happened in the markets today. Dow Jones overcame a couple hundred points in losses early on to finish down just 20, what is that, 20, down 26 points at 29,160. Uh, that was our only major index to close lower on the day. Big comeback today. Uh, uh, the leader of today was just what you want to see, NASDAQ up 18 points, closing at 9402, and no fractional gains in both the S&P 500 and Russell 2000. So what we've been walking our clients through is, uh, again, the, this, the nature of this market is extreme overbought. That's not a reason for us to sell. It's not a reason for us to take profits. It's a reason to be smart. And we reached the most over just based on momentum, oscill, uh, momentum oscillators. We reached the most overbought levels of Trump's presidency that happened at the end of last week. We also are now trading at 84% of all S&P 500 stocks are above their 200 day moving average. That's the highest reading in five over five years. Uh, so, the, you know, again, that's just that's a little too much optimism. It's some euphoria returning back into the markets. But man, did it flip quick. The fear and greed index uh, was hitting 94 uh, this point last week. It's now back down to, to 67. So it doesn't take a whole lot, just a few hundred points in Dow losses. And you see all these uh, bullish investors flip to bearish. So, you know, uh, what I also point out is with that uh, 84% reading of stocks, SP 500 stocks above the 200 moving average. We went back and also checked this out. The last time that happened was in uh, uh, early 2013 to 2014, mid 2014, and the market pretty much stayed at that level. It stayed extreme overbought. It stayed at the 80 percent plus uh, S and P 500 stocks above the 200-day moving average. It stayed in that range for about a year and a half. What did the S and P 500 do? What did the Dow do? What did the Russell 2000 do? Each one was up more than 25%, 27, 30% gains across the board, uh, even while uh, the market was extreme overbought. We think that's the kind of market this is. We've been calling this 1997, uh, but we could also call it 2013 to 14. This is that kind of market where there's just a lot of reasons to be bullish. Corporate earnings are rising. Money's coming back into the markets. 
We have a global bull market as well. It's not bifurcated. So a lot of reason to be bullish. And that's why when you see news like this coronavirus, which, you know, anytime you get a pandemic, you know what? It's a shock to the system. Uh, it's certainly worse for Asia than it is here. Uh, but that's all that it has been historically. And that's always proved to be a great buying opportunity. So that, that's our view. That's been our view is what we're sticking to. Let's talk about the internals today and tell you what we saw. Again, a lot of reasons here to be very optimistic. We saw today in a continuing trend uh, that is a, a serious, serious pattern here. We had today 329 stocks. Uh, this is NYSE and NASDAQ. 329 stocks hit new 52-week highs to just 88 hitting new 52-week lows. That's, again, in a market this overbought with bad news uh, globally. Again, Asia was down 1.5% to 3% overnight, and we still have companies hitting new 52-week highs at near record levels. We also saw, by the way, uh, advanced decline. Today was flat, flat to positive, up-down volume also just slightly positive. So it's really pretty much a trifecta across the board. This was a good day in what could have been an ugly market. The internals continue to point to, uh, to, to, to much higher prices. Also, and again, if you're joining us, we're a broken record on this, but this is what I was taught by my mentors, so we, we tend to focus on this. Check out your leadership groups, right? From the capitulation lows of December 2018, we've had two groups, specifically two groups, that have led the markets higher from that time frame. So now, you know, well over a year. And that's been housing, and the semiconductors, tech slash semiconductors. Semiconductors lead tech. Tech leads the market historically. We've had housing and semis that have been strong. And what happened today, even when the market was down uh, big at the open, you know, uh, housing was still higher. About mid-morning, the semis turned positive. Again, keep watching these groups. Folks, when these groups start to reverse go lower, you know, we'll start to get concerned. We're just not seeing it. What does it tell us? These sectors want to go higher. Housing is rock solid. It's the foundational strength of the economy. The semis lead tech. They're telling you that growth is going to continue to ramp up. That's why you just have to buy the pullbacks. Again, it's about making money, right? It's not about about feeling emotionally safe and sound and secure. It's about making money, and that's how you do it in in our view. Uh, Final today, uh, sector watch. Of the 11 S&P 500 sectors, we had six close lower today. Five close higher on the downside. Not much really. Healthcare down a half a percent. Energy down four tenths of one percent. On the upside, though, industrials up one point one percent. Real estate and utilities both up right at one percent. So uh, some some good action internally as, as the bond market continues to rally. A ten-year yield now at one point seven four percent. Folks, the bond market is just telling you that the 10-year 10 10 year yield is going to 1%. That's what we believe. We've been saying it for some time, and we still think that's going to be the case. There's just no reason for interest rates to be this much higher in the U.S. than they are globally. Uh, finally, they are commodity watch. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, first, I'll give you a, a cryptocurrency. Uh, Bitcoin today is trading at 8350 that's off about 280 Still, Bitcoin's been very strong. Gold today was up $5 an ounce, up 3 cents to 1% at 1561 We believe gold is in breakout mode here. Silver, silver as well, down 4 cents an ounce at 1778 And finally for today, oil closed down $1.16 a barrel. We think it's ready for reversal, by the way. 
uh, closing today at $55.58. Energy stocks started to perk up in the last couple hours of trading. That's typically a good sign. Folks, hope you had a great day, even better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the closing. My name is Kip Harridge. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com.